What's up, everyone? You are listening to the Jelly Cards Podcast, where we take you on a journey through the sports card hobby. And don't think we are excluding any of you TCG hobbyists, because we at Jelly grew up collecting both Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Each episode, we discuss various topics related to the hobby, while giving you frequent market updates for players both in-season and off-season. You can listen to all our episodes on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you are ready, we are ready. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this new episode from the Jelly Card Boys. Welcome back to the Jelly Cards Podcast, where John and I are spreading the love of the hobby. This is episode 45. You can listen to all our episodes on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you are enjoying these topics, please give us a rating and a follow on both Spotify and Apple. John, we are graced by another special guest today. (laughs) And this is his second time being on the show. So we thank him so much for joining us on this beautiful Thursday morning while we record. He is a late night guy for all his shows, so I'm happy that he was able to wake up and join us while we act like idiots on this podcast. Oh my God. (laughs) You can uh, catch his new show called Smack Talk. He goes live on YouTube at 9.30. You can catch all his like little clips and stuff on on all his social media platforms. But of course, we got to bring back Mark from Pro Wrestling Kingpin. Yo, what's going on? How you doing, man? Well, I'm great in this early morning. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Yeah, I'm all right, I guess. <laughs> Thanks. That's the spirit. <laughs> yeah. all right. So, of course, why we brought you back is because, man, there's a lot happening in wrestling right now. It's, I think they said, I think they said, we want Cody was trending on like social media for like 72 hours straight it was and i think is the perfect topic of conversation because everybody clearly is talking about this this is like taking over a lot of the social media world it's big in the wwe universe of course and there is nobody better in my opinion to talk wrestling to talk wrestling cards than to have you joining us today oh that's that's too kind (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was just kidding. <laughs> okay, so I want to just jump right into it because I feel like we are going to have a lot to talk about. Tip- I wanted to ask like a question like in relation to kind of some like old school wrestling clips or old school wrestlers, especially to John. You know, I just like, you know, asking stuff, having a fun conversation, but I just want to jump right into it. And I want to start off by this. And I want to give this scenario. So if anybody doesn't know uh, what, what is currently going on, uh, Cody Rhodes, from what it seems like, he's going to get screwed over again. Uh, he lost last year to Roman Reigns. Everyone thought he was going to win the WWE title. He lost. This year, they did a, a year-long build. Obviously, you know he wins the Royal Rumble, points at Roman Reigns. He's going to call him out. We're all assuming he's going to win this title at Mania whatever happens, you know, people are speculating, you know, maybe it was because CM Punk's injury, whatever's going on with Vince McMahon and Brock Lesnar. Now they're bringing the rock back to possibly face Roman Reigns and they're making Cody step aside. 
But I want to give this scenario because I've been thinking about this a lot. And I'm like, I'm going to do this right away when we start this podcast because I don't want to forget this scenario. <laughs> so strap in because it might be a long one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Nobody else is going to be able to talk this episode. Okay. So this is this is what my what I'm thinking. You, they should have never done where Cody Rhodes is stepping aside. What they should have done is they should have had, obviously, Cody fight Roman at Mania. And in true Roman Reigns fashion for a lot of his matches, you know, the bloodline, the faction that he's a part of, always comes in and, and, and interferes with the match. That's typically how Roman wins his, his matches. They should have had at the WrestleMania, his, his, the bloodline come out, go to interfere in the match. But then you have The Rock come out. This big pop, Rock comes out, he keeps the bloodline from interfering, and Cody wins the title. So that way you can still give credit to Cody Rhodes for winning this match by himself without like the Rock coming in and having interfering with Roman Reigns. He just kept the bloodline out. And then you get the Rock versus Roman feud. You could do your head of the table feud for SummerSlam. So that whole buildup can be Rock versus Roman headed into SummerSlam. And then you have the Rock beat Roman Reigns at SummerSlam to be the head of the table. And then the Rock calls out Cody and wants to face him at WrestleMania as a legacy match. But then in that WrestleMania moment, so the one next year, Roman interferes in the match. He makes the Rock lose. And then you could do another whole year build up the one last ride, Cody versus Roman moment. And then Cody obviously beats him, but that's like three WrestleManias there. (laughs) But that's what I would do. And I thought that was, I mean, I was like, that would be great. You have an entire year build up for all this stuff. Everything kind of falls into place. And I think that would have been best. So I needed to get that off my chest. You should just stick to cards. I (laughs) (laughs) what what's wrong with that? Why is that okay? Go ahead. Why is that bad? It's not bad. It 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 was it was uh okay. Um being nice because you know I can't swear. Um no 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 seriously it was it was cool. Um there's a bunch of different scenarios that people have thrown out there. Uh I had something similar. Um I kind of predicted this a year ago. Um, I already knew Cody was not going to win last year. Um, I thought that he would definitely face Roman Reigns this year and they would run it back um, because Cody loves his trilogies at the following WrestleMania. So I do agree with you where I, where I feel as though Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes are on a trilogy kind of track. Um, with everything that just transpired last week, I mean, there's a bunch of things, there's a bunch of different scenarios that people are throwing out there. Um, the we run Cody is definitely trending. I think WWE has kind of realized what's going on, and The Rock has kind of been backpedaling all week. They do have a WrestleMania kickoff uh, presser tonight in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and tonight is where we're kind of feel like what is really truly going to happen for WrestleMania. So there's there's two things that I've been throwing out there. Number one, Cody get ultimately gets screwed. You know, obviously faces. Probably Seth Rollins, if he's even healthy enough to do it. I mean, what kind of match quality are you really going to get there? Because we don't know if he's going to be ready. And if he's ready, you know, is he going to be 100%? 
Definitely not. So if we do get a Seth Rollins Cody matchup, I mean you're gonna get maybe seventy percent of Rollins, and I don't think that's fair to the fans, and I don't think that's gonna be good for WrestleMania. So my second thing is, if you pay attention to Cody's promo, he said, "I don't just want to take that championship from you; I want to take everything from you," and that's a mm-hmm. that's a key line, and that's why he brought out the Rock for the head of the table. So. One way that they could fix it, which I'm hoping they fix it tonight, is they have Roman Reigns pull double duty at WrestleMania. So a lot of people have been, yeah, kind of been, I've been hearing that, that a lot of people are speculating one night is obviously The Rock versus Roman, and then the second night. But Cody said not at Mania, though. I know, that's that's the other thing. But like I said, with the whole We Want Cody movement, I feel like that's, WWE's only play right now because The Rock is arguably the biggest babyface of all time in WWE, and right now he's the biggest heel of all time. Mm-hmm. He's just getting booed; no one likes him. It's a whole thing right now. So tonight he's getting booed, and he ain't even at the play. Exactly. At these arenas. Yeah, dude. You didn't hear. You didn't hear them chanting "Rocky sucks." Yeah, and uh, Seth, even even Rollins was like, "Wow, I never yeah. expected to hear that one." Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know. WWE has always done whatever the hell they want. So, I mean, they, tonight can very well be an announcement of Cody Rose versus Seth Rollins. And, you know, that's that's what it is. But I think it's really hard to ignore that movement. It kind of reminds me of the Daniel Bryan movement when every, yeah. everyone was on him and WWE still wouldn't give him his due. And now we have the We Want Cody movement. And, and I think it was exactly 10 years ago, too. Yeah. So... It's very hard for me to to see them ignoring that, and I I think this whole rock situation was kind of forced with how do I say here with everything that was that has been going on you know mm-hmm. internally yeah. with WWE. I didn't really want to mention mm-hmm. all the craziness, but I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, you kind of know what's going on. But I feel like the Rock was was inserted himself to give them good publicity as opposed to bad publicity and it's really not working it's just making things worse just because of everyone's behind cody and everyone's kind of tired of roman reigns so yeah i mean mm-hmm. like i said there's a bunch of different scenarios that can happen with the pressure tonight i mean tonight wwe can just be like yeah it is what it is and this is what we're getting um that's personally how i would book it though i'd do rock and roman night one where roman would go over and i would do cody and roman night two where cody would go over so but um, I know I'm talking a lot, but my last thing is with Cody losing last year and The Rock just inserting himself this year, it seems to me that the WWE is doing like a title record reset where pretty much every championship's record has been broken with the exception of the final one, which is Bruno San Martino's record. So, yeah, which is 2,803 days. Oh, look at you. Um <laughs> But, I mean, the next one on that list is Hulk Hogan, and that one wouldn't even be broken until, I think, after SummerSlam. So, I mean, who knows? But that is literally the only one that needs to be broken, and that's been my theory with Roman winning so much and competing, you know, so little. So, I mean, there's so many different scenarios. It's impossible to predict, but one thing's for sure that you really cannot ignore this movement if you do. I mean, they're going to start hijacking the shows like they did with CM Punk Chance, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know, but that's just my thought on it all. 
Yeah. John, what do you think? John, what do you think from <clears throat> being an outsider? Because you were, you were always a, a wrestling fan growing up as a kid. I know you kind of strayed away from it a little bit. You try keeping up with it as much as you can. Uh, but you know, what do you think about it? Because I've, I've talked about it in the art, like jelly group chat and you sometimes piss me off with the things you say back. So, cause you, you kind of are in this mind of like, Hey, everyone relax. Mm-hmm. Like we don't know. They haven't announced anything yet. Yeah. That's honestly exactly how I feel. So I'm like, like you said, I, I used to watch wrestling all the time when we were little with me and my brothers and we used to practice wrestling moves all the time on ourselves like idiots and actually send one of us to the hospital for stitches doing it so i haven't watched yeah i haven't watched wrestling and probably like a full card and probably ever since we used to go to your house jason and watch that Mm -hmm. so probably 10 years so i have a lot of questions i'm basically the naive wrestling fan i don't really keep up with modern wrestling as much as you guys do Uh so i got a couple questions why First of all, so people understand my perspective from what I've seen on Twitter, Cody was supposed to fight Roman Reigns. Cody Rhodes was supposed to fight Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Now things are happening in the WWE with uh, Vince McMahon and a lot of scandalous stuff. Mm -hmm. And from what I've read online, they brought The Rock in to kind of help with publicity. And that made people angry. So my first question is, why does everyone want or basically it seems like everybody loves cody rhodes why do they want cody to take the title so bad all right well uh number one the rock was brought in uh prior to the scandal it just Uh it was very bad timing so like it was one very big week for wwe so like literally on monday it was announced that they were gonna sign with netflix for what was it oh yeah i forgot it was like five billion dollars or something like something crazy yeah and a couple days later it was announced that the rock was uh on the board of directors and then literally the next day after that that's when the whole vince mcmahon scandal came so it was a lot of highs for like wwe in that week and then a gigantic low so yeah it was just all that was in the same week it was it was it was nuts big time publicity for yeah, for WWE, it wasn't that The Rock came in to fix it. Um, The Rock got came it. prior to that happening, and The Rock inserted himself into that WrestleMania after the fact, and that that was kind of my theory on it. I felt like the I, I saw a lot of reports, but like I, I try to get away from like dirt sheets and stuff. But there's a lot of mm-hmm. reports that like The Rock was like trying to save WrestleMania because of everything that was happening, and then the CM Punk injury, and then the Seth Rollins injury, and there was just like a lot going on. Um, but the reason, uh, your question was the reason why, why is Cody, Cody is the most over person in the WWE right now that is not named Roman Reigns. So anyone else that would win the Royal Rumble, I think the only other possible person could have been CM Punk and he just Mm -hmm. back just a couple months ago. Um, he was in a different promotion, AEW with that one, but there's only one person that makes sense at, at one point because of how over and he's got the fans uh, backing him and that's Cody Rose. There's no, there's nobody else on the roster that would make sense to dethrone Roman Reigns who's held the title for so long. So yeah, there's, there's nobody that could, that would make sense. You, you could throw a name out there and if it's not CM Punk because of how hot CM Punk was when he came back, there's nobody out there that can do it. 
And and if you remember, that's the whole point in wrestling, right? I mean, obviously, you know, we know it's a show, right? But mm-hmm. it all depends on how the fans back you up, the crowd yeah. actions, you know, that, that determines how over you are. So you could have a favorite wrestler, but it doesn't matter if he's not as over as the person that needs to be over. And that's Cody. Cody is undeniable the most popular superstar right now. In any promotion, all of wrestling right now, it's him and Roman Reigns. Those are the top guys in wrestling right now, hands down. So, so I want to I want to add something because you're, you're talking to you know you saying that about Roman Reigns and like oh does anybody make any sense on that on that roster who could dethrone Roman and 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 end this long streak? Right. And this is this is what I have a problem with uh, with this whole scenario and this whole bloodline thing and. Listen, I think it's gone on way too long. I don't think it's believable anymore. It seems so forced. Me personally, I, and I'll say it, mm-hmm. and people can people can uh, argue with me all they want. I don't think Roman is good at all. I and I think there's a reason why he needed Paul Heyman because he sucks at promos. Wow. He can't cut. A, he finally cut one good promo, and it took him how long to do it? When he when he buried Seth Rollins the other day, that was the first time really. When he ever like you know was able to stand on his own, I think in promos. So I think he needed Paul Heyman. I, he obviously clearly needed the Usos to come in and and solo because he's not an everyday guy. If you want to make this, uh, if you want to keep this storyline relevant, he needs the blood. He needs them to be the people who are the wrestlers who are going to be there day in and day out because he's not that guy. Can I interject so, for a second? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so. Brock Lesnar is he good? No, uh, no, I actually no, and here's and this is what I was gonna get to. To me, this is this is a Brock Lesnar 2.0. This is just a we're seeing another Brock Lesnar. We're seeing we're seeing title matches that happen. Like he maybe defends that title every once in a while. Mm-hmm. He he only shows up when when the pay per views are happening, and the matches suck. Hmm. They're terrible. The only time he really had a good match was obviously against Cody. Logan Paul gave him a great match too, but all these other ones, they're not, they're not great. And, and to me, the problem that I'm having is I don't know why the WWE chose Roman Reigns for this, because I don't think Roman Reigns is a major star. Like if you talk, like when I put on my notes about these, the longest WWE champion title runs, right? Mm -hmm. You look at obviously Roman's been Clearly, what it what it may look like is that they want him to at least beat Hulk Hogan's. Okay, fine. I don't think he'll ever get Bruno San Martino's. That's re- that's a ridiculously long time. But it'll be seven and a half years. Yeah, it, like too long. Jeez. So if you look at okay, Brock Lesnar, the the beast incarnate, like this this unstoppable force that they made Brock Lesnar to be. He only held the title for five hundred and four days. Only. Not, look at, look at the, just, only. Are you kidding me? No, no, no. I'm no. What this is what I'm saying. It's it's more believable for Brock to have this long title reign than Roman Reigns. But then you look at CM Punk, four thirty four. That's actually a long time for CM Punk. But the, when he had it, it was great, and he did a he did a phenomenal job because he, that was kind of towards that like he was very anti WWE towards the end there. Um, John Cena, three eighty one. AJ Styles, three seventy one. John Cena is by far. Uh-huh. You're gonna put him. I know, and I know you're going to hate this. You're putting John Cena on the Rushmore of, of WWE legends. I'm sorry, but you're going to because he revolutionized that 
that business when he took over. Revolutionized the business. I yes, I do think so. I think he changed. What did he, he change? The, he, Tell me. Listen. What did he change? Okay, we're not gonna. Exactly. Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go down. Uh, I'm, I'll go on a long tangent here, but the point I'm making is, <laughs> you made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> the point I'm making is, is that well, I don't know why they because like, Cena was great in ring and he was great on the mic, and Roman is not either. And then let's get into some card prices because obviously we're jelly cards. This is a jelly cards podcast. Yep. We're gonna talk cards. If you look at current like. Panini Revolution Kabooms, all right? So that's the big case hit that you can get out of the, that uh, that set. Cody Rhodes, December 23rd, had a, had a Kaboom. PSA 10, sell for 875 Hulk Hogan, over 1200 Undertaker, over 1600 Shawn Michaels, over 800 The Rock, $2,400 for a PSA 10 Kaboom. John Cena, 816 You know where Roman Reigns sits? 660 Cody has even held a title higher than the, the Intercontinental Championship, but he's selling more. He's over more than this person in Roman Reigns that you're forcing down our throats at this point. So to me, I don't see that like the fans are not they're not into it anymore. So I don't understand what the WWE is seeing versus what we are seeing, because to, to me and if you look at again, color blasts. Cody Rhodes had a color blast last year. Some, I think it was like somewhere around August. Sell for over $1,000 in a PSA 10. Sell for over $1,000. So did Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan had one sell for over $12, $1,200. Roman Reigns was $880. <laughs> what, are you, what, what are you seeing so we're in Roman Reigns that, that, you're, that you're forcing him to, to be this mega star because to me, I don't see it, and I think other people are starting to realize that too. Where's uh, John Cena on those card lists? Uh, John Cena. Well, at least for the I didn't see the color blast exactly, but at least for the kaboom, he's over eight. <laughs> exactly, he's over eight. He's right so, there with Shawn Michaels. So here's the thing. Um, I'm not a I'm not a big Roman Reigns fan prior to the Bloodline story. I'm a big faction guy. I don't know how you feel about factions, but factions are always better. Number one. Two heels are always better. And why is Cody Rhodes' card market so high? Because the top face is always the one that people are going to go after. And, Roman's not even a good heel, and, and though. He's a fantastic heel. Uh, um, he's a fantastic heel. This is the best character, um, heel character, heel faction in more than a decade. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. In more than a decade. Go, in more go back. Right, so he's the best heel character. Heel character in more than a decade for WWE. One hundred. Yes. Oh, more than the Miz. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, more than the Miz. Yeah. Oh my God, the Miz has never been liked since the moment he came in. What is the Miz? Nobody. What is the Miz? Nobody do? cheers for him. What is, he's a he's a two time Grand Slam champion. What does the Miz do exactly? Put wrestle. Put over celebrities. When they come in, that's what he does. Yeah, because the WWE yeah. screwed him over. Does. That's what he does. So anyway, and the reason Hulk Hogan is so high in that card market because it's Hulk Hogan. He actually, not John Cena, he actually changed things for wrestling. So I'm going to give you Hulk Hogan because Hulk Hogan is, even though I hate the guy, unfortunately, 
He is on my Mount Rushmore because he did things for wrestling, not John Cena. John Cena, I do like John Cena, but John Cena was the face of a company when the era was at his lowest. All right, that, that fucking era that you call what, what, what was that called? The post attitude era, that little kid PG era, the ruthless aggression era. Yeah, that's that's that when crappy you... era that ever oh, stopped watching God. wrestling. Myself included, probably your boy John as well. No one freaking watched that era. Because hey, don't bring John into this. Area. I'm just. I don't saying. even know what we're talking about I'm anymore. Saying. I'm just saying. So for you to put John Cena on this pedestal, you're just like one of those fairweather wrestling fans that watch. Like, yeah, John Cena, this John Cena, that. So yeah, I I, I get where you get it because a lot of people do it too. But to say that that Roman Reigns is not where he should be. I think his uh, 100% I agree with you that his title reign is ran on too long. That's not what I'm arguing here. But what I am arguing here is that the Bloodline is one of, one of the greatest factions of all time. I think it's one of the greatest factions, at least within the past decade. They're the most entertaining thing in wrestling. So that take that you just made about Roman Reigns is definitely invalid, in my opinion. That is horrible. That's a horrible Um, I am getting tired of it. Uh, just because it has run too long. We're not in an age where where the territories dominate, which is why Bruno San Martino was that's the number one uh, record holder, which is why Bruno San Martino held it for 2,800 days is because there were territories back then. And I don't think that type of system fits wrestling anymore. However, it has worked for so long with WWE, which is with their whole brand split. You know, I don't agree with it, but it just makes sense which is why he held it so long, which is why he can get away with it so long. But if you're angry at Roman Reigns for being a part-time champion, you've been up freaking Logan Paul's ass for who knows how long, and he's a part-time champion. So, I mean, what do you want? how do you explain that? You know what I mean? Listen, I, I, think, I think Logan's good. Yeah, I think his in-ring ability, I think he's blowing everybody away with how good he is so far. But, I mean, I w- I'm not sitting here saying, like, oh, my God, like, Logan's the best. Like, oh, my God, you know. Listen, he's he's been doing great for the time he that he has been here. Absolutely. For that little time, like, like he was a no, like he wasn't a wrestler before he started. I I absolutely agree with you, but I mean, in the in the day and age of this wrestling right now, with having split brands, which I hate, I just want to go on record, um, which I hate, it makes sense that Roman Reigns could beat the record, and I feel like as though if. They don't announce Cody fighting him tonight. He's going to break Colonel San Martino's record. Wow. I have another question. Go ahead. Let me talk to somebody that's not talking out of their. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's kind of to you, Mark. And, like, uh, back to the whole, like, what Jason said. I'm, I'm on this level of, like, I think everyone needs to just kind of take it easy and let's see where things go because it's probably a multi-part question so first question is roman like jason's saying a great all-around wrestler like do you think he deserves the title run that he has like uh, because i know jason said that he needed uh paul Heyman or somebody to kind of help him with his promos or something like that i mean a lot of superstars needed manager oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah i've been i watched the broken skull sessions and they all like they love Heyman. he's done so much for everybody in the business so is roman a great in the ring wrestler out out of the ring wrestler all that kind of stuff like is he great for the brand of wwe and then kind of back to 
that you can answer that and then like kind of i want your thoughts on where i'm at with this stuff i know that everyone's kind of all like ticked off and like we want cody and i i saw the tweets that the the youtube video for the rock coming in was like the most disliked youtube video in the span of how many hours but when jason said that seth rollins was uh maybe it was on smackdown or something he was hearing the rocky sucks chants he's like oh dang i never thought i'd hear that mm-hmm. in my in my head when i hear that kind of stuff i'm actually like that makes me happy for the wwe because i feel like triple h or whoever's running it no one in the world would ever expect to have so many people hate the rock who is the rock and i feel like that's part of their genius i don't know what's going to happen going forward but it makes me happy to hear that like there's people that that are this passionate about wrestling and triple h or somebody was like you know what you know what rock we're gonna make this whole freaking country hate you all of a sudden because i love the rock i grew up on the rock and still cold in the attitude era so to hear that in the back of my head i'm like oh wow that's that's actually really good on them to do that so i want your thoughts on that but first like do you really think roman is a great wrestler and like one of the greatest wrestlers um, like I said earlier, no, I don't. Um, okay. I, I did not like Roman Reigns prior to his character now. Um, I thought they only pushed him because WWE always had a mold that they looked for, which they always tried to push over those, you know, gigantic guys, you know, jack dudes. Like, that's just, mm-hmm. that's just what they wanted. And that's what they f- always forced Roman Reigns to be. Even, even before Roman Reigns became, you know, the head of the table, you know what I mean? They, they brought out, uh, the Rock on a on a WrestleMania night when he won the title, and they were still booing him. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I, I think Jason remembers that. Um, they were still booing Roman Reigns when when Roman Reigns won. It was a, I forgot which WrestleMania it was, but The Rock came out that he held Roman Reigns' hand up after the win, and everyone was still booing him, trying to like get the fans behind Roman Reigns. So no, mm-hmm. I, I, I like I said, I was one of those fans too. Like I was not a fan of Roman Reigns. He couldn't cut a promo to save his life. Um, his in-ring ability was very just uh, green uh, in wrestling terms. Basically, it was kind of lackluster. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, re- uh, WWE and, and pro wrestling, you know, it's all about your characters and how you get over. And yes. once, once he made this character or whoever made this bloodline head of the table character, that's when I was won over. And that's when a lot of fans were won over because everyone acknowledges him. You know, that's his, that's his key his key, you know, phrase, you know, he comes in and he's like, Hey, acknowledge me. And everyone does. I mean, <laughs> that's what, that's what you want. You know, you want some type of reaction, which leads me to my next point in which I actually do like your take on the rock that you just said, you know, what if WWE did it on purpose or, you know, in, in pro wrestling, if you're not getting a reaction, that's the worst thing for you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so whether you're getting booze or cheers, that's what you want. And yes. even though everyone is pissed at The Rock, he's still getting a reaction. And it's not yes. that, I don't think it's the reaction that WWE intended because The Rock is, you know, one of the all-time best baby faces. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially going up to Roman Reigns, who's supposed to be your heel. Um, it's kind of weird. Um, but like I said, any reaction that you that you get is is what you want. So I don't think it's necessarily bad. Um, I just think the fans just want what they want. Yeah. Um, and that's why the, we want Cody movements there. But my fear is that tonight at this presser, we do get what we want. And then 
Cody does win, let's just say he does, with how long Roman Reigns' title reign has been, how quickly are the fans going to turn on Cody? Yeah. That's my whole thing. Like, okay, Cody's going to win the championship. How long is his reign going to be? How quickly are they going to be like, okay, well, now he's had it for too long. You know, (laughs) in my opinion, in wrestling, heels are always better. So I don't mind the whole dirty wins. I do mind it when it's all the time, you know, with Roman Reigns, pretty much all the time where he wins dirty. But um, heels are always better, in my opinion. Faces get boring and stale quickly. So if he does win, which I really do hope he does, but if he does win and gets a shot and, and ends the reign, that's what, that's what makes me fear. It's like, and like this is a card show, right? So his his card market, if he does win the championship, is just going to skyrocket. But how quickly, in your guys' opinion, since you guys are the card guys, is when he starts getting stale and he's not as over, how quickly those cards are going to dip. Because this is not baseball, football, basketball, where you know you win MVPs and your card markets go high and everything. This is WWE. It, it's, it only stays hot. For so, you know what I mean? So how quickly does that happen? It's like me as a collector standpoint, do I sell when Cody is is in WrestleMania facing Roman Reigns? Do I sell when he actually wins the championship? How long do I hold? Like, what are those things? You know what I mean? Like, and and you have Roman Reigns with his card sales. Like, is it really going to take a, a hit if he does lose? Is it going to increase when he continues his reign? Like, how does how does it all work? Well, for for me, and that's that's why that's why I was bringing up about these card prices and why I'm bringing up because I just and, and when you're looking at Roman Reigns and you and you compare him to like these other greats that have come through, and clearly this is what the WWE is trying to do with him, but I just don't think it is working the way that they are wanting because it's getting so stale now and it's it feels so forced that I think that's why you're you're starting to kind of see. I don't know if it's necessarily a plateau in his market or I'm just when I look at Roman Reigns cards, I'm just like if it was working the way that the WWE clearly what the WWE sees in their eyes, these cards should be popping off the off of eBay. Like everybody should be running out and buying up Roman Reigns cards. But I think the difference and like you said, you made a good point is because Cody is so over on him that mm-hmm. people are just going to want Cody Rowe cards because in my opinion, the day – I think the second time Cody faces Roman will be the time, especially if the belt's on the line, will be the time that Cody wins this this title. Whether it's going to be at Mania, whether it might be at SummerSlam, whenever the next time they face each other and the belt is on the line, I think Cody is going to win that. And that is the time to sell your Cody Rhodes cards. In my opinion, buy Cody Rhodes right now. Because like you said, the moment Cody wins it, all these markets are just going to skyrocket yeah and everybody is gonna every all people are gonna talk about is cody 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 they're gonna give him the biggest celebration you know uh you know the next day on raw whatever it's gonna be the biggest thing i'll bet you the entire locker room is gonna come out (laughs) congratulate him it's gonna be this big spectacle you know it's kind of similar to like you know when uh you know when jeff hardy won the title for the first time i mean the locker room didn't come out but they gave him this big big ceremony and then the priest you know. runs out and cashes in. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it could be. Yeah, it could be. But and here's the thing about Cody too. I mean, let's face it. No offense to Cody, but when before Cody left, 
Cody was not in any place to be a WWE champion. From how Cody looks now com- compared to what he looked when he first started and when he was like intercontinental champion, like Cody just didn't look the part of a WWE champ. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll admit it. And I, I, I'm a big Rey Mysterio fan. Was Rey Mysterio a believable champion <laughs> when he won the world have when he won the world heavyweight title? Of course not. So that's my point. If you would have put that title on Cody, it would not have been believable. It would have been one of those like he held, he holds it for a month and that's it. But now, like now is the time. If you're going to buy into Cody, it's now because we might not see him at Mania, and it's going to give you time to maybe buy low. Well, his market might be hot because of this whole We Want Cody movement, but I'm telling you, it's going to be way hotter when he wins that title and it gets put around his waist. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you can agree to that, John. So, uh, I, I think I agree. Like I said, I don't really follow it that much, but after you said all that stuff, and when uh, Mark was talking, too, about that's another, like, scary thought for me, too, because I don't even watch wrestling, but I just, I love Cody just here and Jason talk about how like great of a wrestler he is and his story, how he left WWE, came back, and it was like this huge thing, and now he's kind of getting screwed over. It makes it makes you root for him, but now I'm like worried too, because if he does win the title, how long are they gonna be like, all right, yeah, you you've had enough. We gotta find a new person. And it that uh that popped another question into my head because it's just like um has there ever been somebody who's held the title for such a long time and people loved them for it? Or yeah, her for it because I just I don't know what. I think Jason made good points earlier. Um, you know, people it hasn't been this long in quite some time, but yeah. like you know, CM Punk, I can recall his run. What was this? Four hundred thirty-four days. All right. AJ Styles is the last person to have held the title. And he got stale. And that oh, was man. yeah. And that was 2017. So this is the last time we've stale. seen somebody was hold the title for this long. But but to John's question, can you remember the last time someone held it long and everyone liked it? It was CM Punk. Okay. I think, and that was my opinion though. That's just purely. That's not. That's not. You know. Why I'm do you? Why do you say that? Uh, because from start to finish, he's always been backed. Even when okay. he lost. Even when he lost that championship, everyone was pissed. You know. Dang. Was that what? Did so. he lose it? Was that when The Rock came in to face Cena and when they did that whole rivalry? Is that when? Because that's when, yeah, isn't that around that, the time that, when Cody, or uh, not lost when it to the Rock Punk at, left? He lost it to The Rock at Royal Rumble. Yes, that was around the time. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then that was when Cena and Rock 2 happened at Mania when Cena beat him, correct? Yeah. No, I thought The Rock won it at Survivor Series. I don't remember when he won The Rock. Won. No, the, uh, the, Rock, the Rock beat CM Punk at Royal Rumble. That's, mm. oh, okay. that's when the title reign ends. Um, and that okay. led to the stupid John Cena feud. But like I said, to your point, John, from start to finish, from a long reign, I was 434 days, according to Jason Knowles. I have to fact check because he doesn't like that. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> that came off the <laughs> WWE website, all right? But yeah, it was, it was 444 day, 434 days. And from oh. start to finish, he was loved. And he was feuding with The Rock. And The Rock was a face. And he got booed when he won that championship. So do you think uh do you think Cody can do the same thing if he if and or when he gets the title? You know, you know what I see, mean? Did this is this is what makes it hard for me. This is what makes me scared. So once again, this is a card show, right? <laughs> yeah. So if we're, so if we're gonna base this on on buy high or sell low or vice versa, whatever you want to do, 
that's what makes me scared. So with Roman Reigns having a 1,200-plus day run right now, I don't know what the exact day is today to this moment. But for Roman Reigns having that long of a run, it's very hard for me to see WWE giving the next champion a long yeah. run. A long run. And that's just what yeah. scares me. So, like, I think I think Cody Rhodes would be champion for about six months or whoever the next champion will be for, like, six months. It's just very hard for me to see it given another year-long run, maybe more. And Cody Rhodes' standpoint, it, it might be just because I did say that if, say, you know, hypothetical, we get what we want, right? We get Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes, right? Mm-hmm. I still do think they run it back because Cody is really big on old-school trilogies. Nice. And I see him holding it till next WrestleMania yeah. and then giving them the rubber match. And in that regard, that's when we tr- if that scenario does happen, that's when we truly see what WWE feels about Cody. Because if they let Cody win that rubber match, then we'll get another couple months of Cody as champion. And he is the ultimate, you know, face of the company at that point because you beat arguably the biggest star in the company in the past decade. Yeah. Because of how crappy this era has been in my opinion. <laughs> that's just my opinion like i said but that's when we truly see it but if it's not cody and somebody else and i don't see anybody as over enough to beat roman reigns but let's just say that crazy scenario does happen and some random person does beat roman reigns i don't see that person not named cody holding the championship long especially with the fans been calling for roman reigns to lose the championship it's very hard for me to see another person getting a long run right away yeah. And that's like well, it, it, I guess it might be similar to like when Kofi won it. I mean, Kofi, Kofi held it, it to me. Kofi held it for a respectable amount of time. He did. He did for a guy. The way who, the way he lost it, guy, yeah. They, the way he lost it was absolutely. They really just stuck it to him. They're like, hey, Brock's gonna come out and beat you in 14 seconds. Oh god. You know, as it like. A, a, they made it like a UFC thing because right after that is when Cain Velasquez came out. Yeah. So they really screwed Kofi over. But in my opinion, they gave him a respectable amount of time to hold that title, to make it a little bit believable that Kofi is your champion. I think that'll be the same thing. I think Cody, when he wins it, he's going to hold it for at least a year. Mm-hmm. And then after that, Cody might not want this like long title run. Mm-hmm. He might just want to win this title, wrestle for like a year or two more, and then call it quits. Hmm. Interesting. You know, because really, because he he wants to hold this title in, I mean, he says, it, oh, it's not about the family. He wants to hold it because of his dad. He does. You know, that- he does. And I think I actually do kind of agree with you on this point. I think he does hold it for possibly a year. Like I said, I think just enough to run it back with Roman Reigns yeah. and then drop it either to Roman Reigns, you know, at the rubber match, which I do. I, I, I think he'll drop it to him. somebody else. I, I, I don't know, dude. I, 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 with the way they screw Cody, it's very hard for me to feel like they give Cody the rubber match over Roman Reigns. That's just my deal. But we'll cross that bridge when that, if and when that ever happens. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, but I do, like I said, back to what I was saying, I do agree with you. Well, he would drop it maybe after a year. And you say call it a quits after a year or two. I, I wouldn't say that. Um, I do think ultimately he wants to go back to AEW. I think he just wanted to leave AEW to do this championship run and obviously the biggest company there was for his family. Aren't they like uh, hemorrhaging money? <laughs> no. Uh, don't they like, don't they have just like a couple people sitting in the stands? 
from the pictures I've seen. I mean, have you ever been in a wrestling show? <laughs> have you ever been? No. No, no, I haven't. You... Not in life. No. Okay, so let me tell you how this works. So. No, that's okay. So, so, John, what do you think? The um, <laughs> when you're watching TV, all right. So you see the wrestling show, you notice how the wrestlers only face one boy, right? Which is towards the TV where the cameras, right? That correct. That entire section of whatever venue they're in is blacked out because that's where the cameras are. And that's where all these little trolls are posting those pictures. Because guess what? I'm going to Monday Night Raw for my birthday. I'm gonna send you the same picture and maybe I'll <laughs> post it and be like, oh, WWE is not selling out. Guess what? They black out that entire section. You can't buy that section because that's where all the- There's going to be two people sitting in that section. It's going to be John and I. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, that's just not true. Um, okay. if, if, if they weren't selling out and if they weren't doing good business, then why are they getting picked up on more shows? Why are they selling out pay-per-views? Why are they doing all that? Why are they still getting a top market in TNT? It doesn't make sense. And there was rumors that TNT was going to buy WWE. Guess what? It didn't happen. Why? Because they make so much money with AEW. So all that shit's false. So, I mean, if you want to keep reading dirt sheets, then maybe I'll talk to John because he's actually knowledgeable. I'm not knowledgeable at all. I just have questions for all this stuff. Hey, let me let me ask you this, because the last time you were on this podcast, we talked about that um, that rock prism card. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Do you if you're the if you're the holder of that card right now, you're the one that bought it. Right. Is is now the, a, a great time if they do announce Roman versus Rock at Mania? I mean, obviously, they're going to build this up to a level that, you know, maybe they're going to build it up, tr- try to build it as much as the Rock versus Cena when that rivalry was happening, I mean, but is this a good time to sell that card then? Well, this sucks because that is the one question I had for you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I'm asking you cause I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're the card guys and we don't know. <laughs> You're the card guys. Um, well, like I said, to me, I don't think wrestling card markets is anywhere near how it is with actual sports markets. Um, and with the hate that The Rock's getting right now, I mean, it's hard, man. It's like you would have to get a specific collector, like a specific someone collecting just The Rock for their PC at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I mean, you guys are the experts as far as, like, who goes up, who goes down. But, I mean, he will be hot. So, I if I if I had to guess a judgment, I would say, yeah, I would sell. Because I feel like it's going to be all the talk until WrestleMania in April. Um, so yeah, you want to talk, you want to sell who's popular, right? So it would be the Cody Rhodes. It would be Seth Rollins. It would be Reigns and the rock. You know what I mean? Those mm-hmm. are the guys that I would assume to do, especially that rock, that rock card. So, I mean, it's just hard for me to gauge those markets. That's why I keep asking you guys. It's like people that are getting stale. Like, how does that work when it comes to terms of wrestling? You know what I mean? Like if Roman Reigns is stale and if the rock is hated, does that help his card market or they're so behind the we want Cody movement that they're just boycotting the rock at every turn. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. Couldn't tell you, you know, was... what do you, what do you think, John? So I'm actually, if you, if you had that, if you had that rock card, would you be, I mean, when is there another time exactly. to, to sell that card? No, that's, that's, you're that's right. my thought process. You're right. Yeah. I think if I had the card, I'd probably list it to end uh, when WrestleMania is happening. So, like, uh, because you guys are talking about it, I went to look. When did the 
Was Raw this past Monday, February or something, or the week before? It's every Monday. No, yeah, it's it was this past one. Okay, <laughs> so I'm just I'm checking to see like with I'm looking at the cards market right now as we speak. All I did was I searched The Rock WWE PSA 10, and um, somebody. So here's an interesting thought. There's a card that exists out there. Uh, it came out in 2020. 2020 Chrome WWE Fantasy Matches Gold Refractor out of 50. And it has Roman Reigns and The Rock on there. Mm-hmm. Somebody sold it February 3rd in a PSA 10 for almost $500. $493.10. And prior to that, the last Shit, time... That card. <laughs> the last time that card sold was in December. It sold at the end of December, December 29th, for only $295. So wow. so it's pushing double. It's like, I don't know, it's $200, $200 more than what it was back in December. So I think, yeah, anytime you get this kind of hype and this kind of media coverage, which is kind of tying back to what I was talking about, this is, in my opinion, this is like a, this is a genius move for what's going on in the WWE. You have so many people feuding with each other, so many people going back and forth like, yo, The Rock doesn't deserve to be there. This is ridiculous. They're, they're screwing over Cody. Cody this. Roman sucks. Like, this is, it's all part of the, in my Old, old, not watching wrestling opinion. It's all part of their, their gimmick. It's all part of their show. And if I had that rock card, I love the rock. I wouldn't personally sell it. I'd want it in my collection. But as a investor in sports, you don't say. As an investor in cards, I yeah, it's time to sell. Why? Why'd you um, say I, that? I can say that right now. If that card is double from what I just recently sold, I'm listing that card WrestleMania weekend. Once yeah. That- once the yeah. once the once that match is, is announced tonight, because everyone's assuming that match is gonna is gonna finally be announced tonight, because technically nothing has been announced for WrestleMania. Yeah. So tonight's like I said, <clears throat> excuse me. Tonight, like I said, is that presser. So tonight is when a couple matches should be announced, and if that match is announced for WrestleMania, I am selling that that card. Yeah. Was that full auto or is that just a refresh? No, it's just the gold refractor out of fifty. Yeah, but, could you imagine if that was autoed? If yeah. that was auto, it'd be nuts, right? But but like I said, that that guy selling or buying it for five hundred right now, would you say five fifty or something like that? I'm uh, yeah. I'm if the, if that match for Rock versus Roman Reigns is announced for WrestleMania, I'm one hundred percent flipping that card. So this card because, came out yeah. in twenty twenty, and it's called the Fantasy Matches. That means people have wanted this. Uh, yes, they've they never they've never wrestled each other. No, this is the first time. Oh. And they're, okay. real life, they're real life cousins, which is why it's a whole thing with the head people and yeah. basically mm-hmm. the rocks going after you know his spot in leading the family. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. See, it's, I'm excited. It's, it's, honestly, it's honestly very similar to when the Rock came back and faced John Cena because the whole point of the Rock versus John Cena was the Rock was the guy. Then he got into the Hollywood stuff. He stopped. <laughs> He st- he wasn't able to be a hundred percent WWE, and and then John Cena took the stardom and took that role. Obviously, John Cena started poking a little at The Rock, telling him, "Oh, you say you love this company so much, but I'm the one here every day," mm. and that's what kind of started. Like so, it it is somewhat similar to that because The Rock is now coming back, and they could do this whole build up with it. So, and me personally, I'll, everybody hates it right now. I don't think people are gonna hate it. A week from WrestleMania. I think I think from a storyline standpoint, Jason, that it's going to be awesome. 
that's yeah. not what people are gonna hate. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent agree with you on that. What people hate is just is not Cody. Right. Yeah, that's all. That's all it is. But I can tell you right now, that card that we're talking about, that gold refractor, I guarantee is gonna be a hot card now. Because I didn't even know that should exist. I would have bought that for two hundred. Right. Yeah. Um. But um. Anyway, that that leading up to it, I think the story is going to be amazing. One hundred percent. I mean, you're gonna have Paul, you're gonna have Paul Heyman speaking for Roman. You know. Going for the bloodline, and then obviously the Rock can cut his little cheesy promos because everyone thinks he's in, but whatever. <laughs> I, I mean, let, let's be real here, guys. I mean, did you really like his oh fruity pebble fucking the fruit- promo? No, John. Uh, I'm telling you, John Cena buried him on the promos every time he got on. I the agree mic. with you. I agree with you, and I don't. I don't even put Rock on my Mount Rushmore. I would consider John Cena, but. I didn't really have to sit down and think about it. Like John Cena, John, John, I'm telling you right now, go on Peacock. You go to the rivalries series and watch the John Cena versus uh, Rock um, uh, series, that the episode. So it, it's amazing. Honestly, it's amazing what the two of them accomplished. But realistically, John Cena carried that entire thing, but there was he genuine did. He hate. He did. He did. He. Did. It was genuine hate. Yeah. Like John Cena really pushed the bar, and he he crossed lines that technically you're not supposed to cross when it comes to it because there's always trust within your partner. Mm-hmm. And John Cena was breaking that trust between him and The Rock for this buildup, and it's it's amazing. But John Cena made that. See? He made that whole thing. Jason, so, or, uh, John, yeah, he, Jason actually makes a good point on that one. So I, I, was, I was gonna I, ask Mark, why do you hate John Cena so much? Uh, I don't hate Because he revolutionized the business? He did not. Oh, Hulk Hogan revolutionized the business, even though I hate that guy too, but that's what Hulk Hogan did. John Cena just lived in, a, in an era that didn't, was not good. So... I. Um, I'm a but fan I, of John Cena for off. John loves John Cena. Oh, mostly because of his like uh, his whole Make a Wish thing. Uh, so I I love and respect Cena forever for that. I mean, yeah, he's I, like the Russell Wilson of wrestling. I respect <laughs> I, I respect anyone for that. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I don't, hell yeah. I, I don't hate John Cena. I just don't think he's the goat like everyone says. Right. Understood but, completely. But, to me, it's like let me make a comparison for you. So like everyone growing up says. Michael Jordan was the greatest of all time, right? But everyone from this era says, who's the greatest of all time? LeBron James, right? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's how I feel like that's the same thing when it comes to um, John Cena. It's like, just, Got this, you. Uh, this era, he's the greatest of all time. Just like now these little kid eras growing up, everyone's going to say Roman Reigns is the greatest of all time, and that is 100% billion percent not false. True. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, God. You know what I mean? So that's like a billion percent false. You know what I mean? But that's... Yeah. That's just what it's gonna be, you know what I mean? Like that, it's just all about errors, in my opinion. But like I said, back to the cards. I mean, the Rock and Roman Reigns feud should one hundred percent deliver, and it should spike card, spike card markets. Hopefully for both. Oh, of them. for sure. Yeah. Hopefully for both because of them. so I mean, um, like you said, with the Roman Reigns not being as hot card. I mean, it, it, when come WrestleMania season, I feel like Roman Reigns should be a hot card. Any Rock card should be a hot card, and of course, Cody Rhodes will continue to be a hot card. Co- Cody will be hot just because everybody will be because the talk it will will always be Cody getting shafted again. You know that that's what's gonna end up happening. But even last year, I remember watching WrestleMania last year, and I was sending you a bunch of cards, um, and they're pop. Austin Theory man was popping. <laughs> I mean, I'm the, glad the, I, first I, I, night, I, I, the first day of WrestleMania, like every on eBay, 
every single card was popping off and i was like oh my god like uh, i can't even i'm montez ford man i can't even get a montez ford card dude all right you know what i'm really glad you brought that up because that was one of my notes as well that i was gonna shove in your face because this guy <laughs> was obsessed with austin theory and he's a nobody now. and he's a nobody now which brings me, uh, to the next pisses point. me off which is which which brings me to my point uh john you see what we've been talking about is how how crazy the card market would be in WWE because last year this time last year Austin Theory Jason was right was one of the hottest things in the world and now I'm sure if Jason wanted to get a Austin Theory card he could get whatever the hell he wants in bulk no they're they're still ridiculously high which is crazy to me because I think people <laughs> bought into him so high that they now have to sell so high and no one's gonna because... buy it because the guy is a jobber now he's losing no, to everyone. It's... So dumb. He, dumb. he probably won't even be on a WrestleMania card unless it's in, you know, a battle royal or something. So, I mean, yeah, it's so bad. His trajectory right now was skyrocketed and to now it's just like, OK, what are we doing? And then, like I said, that's what scares me. That's what scares me about the wrestling card market. Like, I'm just a collector, John. So I don't I don't really sell. Yeah. Much. I mean, I've sold the only cards I've ever sold in my life was my Pokemon cards. And that was the. <laughs> To help buy uh, my wife's wedding ring, you know what I mean. So it's like, nice. so it's like, it's literally like I, I'm just a big collector. Like it's very hard for me to sell things. So it's really hard for me to talk about the card market. I know I could just tell you who's hot in regards to wrestling, mm-hmm. and that's where you guys come in as Judd cards, the experts on telling me, you know, yeah, this kid, this guy would be hot, that guy would be hot. I could tell you right now, legends are always going to be hot, which is why Hulk Hogan's dirty ass is always. Hot. <laughs> Hard because wow. he because he revolutionized wrestling, so he would always be a hot card. You know what I mean? It's funny. It's funny when you sorry to cut you out, but it's yeah. it's funny to think because when it comes to sports cards, it's like the complete opposite. Rookies are always going to be your hottest tickets now in this modern era of the hobby, more than some of the legends. Now, and I'm not talking to like 1952 tops mantle. I'm talking to like. You know, rookies are, are outselling like Tony Gwynn. Shouldn't happen. <laughs> which is nuts. Rookies are outselling. Which is nuts. Yo, Ichiro shouldn't be happening. Yeah. But in, in wrestling, though, it is the opposite. Your rookies are so unknown that people don't buy into rookie cards as much as they want these, the Hulk Hogan's, as they want the Cena's, the Shawn Michaels, well, you know, the John Slick. There's only one rookie card that people got into, and that was Braun Breaker. It was Rhea Ripley. And Rhea Ripley as well. Oh, yeah. So I, the hot ones are Rhea Ripley, uh, yeah. Braun Breaker. Those are like the hottest like rookie cards right now. And I think, I think watch out for Carmelo Hayes too. I think Carmelo Hayes <laughs> is going to start going off. It, it, but it's I, really hard for me to back Carmelo Hayes because of, in a wrestling standpoint, he doesn't fit the mold. Yeah. For WWE, I mean, yeah. For WWE at least. He's got to fit the mold for, like, the cruiserweights. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah, yeah. you guys might see, like, okay, you know, Carmelo Hayes is a hot card. I would I would say Trick Williams would be a guy because Trick Williams reminds me a lot of Booker T. If we're talking about these young guys that are coming up, I think, mm-hmm. I think Trick Williams would be a hot investment over Carmelo Hayes, in my opinion. Carmelo Hayes was NXT world champion for the NXT brand, but the way he is, he doesn't fit the WWE mold. I feel like he's more a mid-card guy, United States, and a continental champion type guy. It's very hard for me to see, especially with the, how the way WWE has always booked their guys. It was very hard for me to see that Carmelo Hayes being a world champion and on the main roster. But Trick Williams, his his running mate, 
in NXT, he's a guy that I could definitely see headlining WrestleMania. I mean, he's he's so over right now in NXT. Like, it's it's hard for me to see him staying there for much longer and not making him a, a full-time guy on the main roster. So that guy's got it. That guy's going to be a superstar. So if we're talking about guys that are not out there right now, it's very hard to predict rookies for WWE because you don't know who's going to get hot. You know, it's not drafted, number one. You know what I mean? It's it's not like, okay, we're looking for these, you know, tops first Bowmans here. You know what I mean? Like, it's it, yeah. WWE, that's not how it works. You know, you gotta you gotta buy in on people that's hot, and it's very hard because well, a lot of them uh, too are like you 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 a lot of these superstars like a Cena, Batista, Brock, you know, Roman. They don't have like they have I guess what you can call a rookie card, but there's no RC on them. Not like how you see now with Braun Breaker, Rhea, and all correct. these new ones have like their correct. actual rookie. So you gotta find like the true rookie like the, card, like the first sets that they're the first ever printed yeah. card of them exactly. is technically their rookie card. But did you, uh, we can, um, we could probably end on this one. I and I'm watching it right now. It's got six days left, nine hours. Did you see a 2020 WWE tops Chrome Rhea Ripley gold rookie refractor? Wa- so this is numbered out of 50 PSA. Yeah, 10. I seen it on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> Population two. Yeah. With six days, nine hours left, it's already sitting at three hundred and fifty-five dollars. It was sitting at three. It was sitting at that mark with over eight days left. Yeah, and I, I am very curious how high this card's gonna go because one, I think for for it being you know obviously a, a newer modern day card, this is her rookie card gold. It's it's a non-auto. Like I think this card's gonna end up going very high, and I think it's. I think it's saying a lot about the direction that the WWE is going in right now with these kind of newer prospects and really says a lot about what they're doing with Rhea, which is absolutely perfect in my opinion. No. Yeah. Rhea is definitely the hottest female in all of pro wrestling. 100%. So literally and figuratively. (laughs) Uh, I don't know about literally. Um, But she is the hottest female in regards to pro wrestling uh, in pro wrestling. That's not, that's not just WWE in my opinion. That is just pro wrestling yeah. all, mm-hmm. all brands. Right now, she's she's the person. That's that's the person. Um, another thing, I mean, if you guys want to get out of WWE a little bit, another card might be uh, Jason's girl, uh, Sasha Banks. <laughs> um, there's a lot of rumors that she's going to sign with the rival company in AEW. So, I, oh god, how does, there goes her career. How does that happen? Like in regards to like hard markets. So obviously WWE and AW are different brands. So like you see where I'm getting at, where it's hard to you, like, do, I... like, like, do I have to wait for a Sasha Banks, AW card for it to be hot or does that help her card market with WWE, her being back on TV in general? It's a good question. I think actually. her being back on TV in general definitely will help the card market. I think if she if she does really well in AEW, her first AEW card will be hot. Kind of similar to like LeBron James uh, on the Lakers that first year, him on the Lakers. Okay. Of course, they won. You know, the they won the title. But a lot of people liked collecting LeBron James on the Lakers because it was such a big moment. Uh huh. So I think it could be like if she does very well that first print. I mean, same with Cody. That first print of his when he came back to WWE with this new modern cards, those things were hot. Right. 
So it could sim it could be something similar to that. But like, how does that work though? Like, obviously, it's different in WWE. You know, it's not it, it's 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 different in pro wrestling. I mean, not WWE. You know, it's it's not like hey, you know, LeBron James signed here, his rookie card is still sought after. In pro wrestling, is the rookie card still going to be sought after for Sasha Banks with her name now being Mercedes Monet? In AEW, like, am I still gonna want the Sasha Banks rookie card? Like, if Sasha Banks comes in the AEW and just dominates life, and she just becomes one of the hottest females, just like Rhea Ripley, do I want the Mercedes Monet AEW card, or do I still go after her rookie card in WWE? I would, I would say you'd still want the rookie card. Okay, that's my thought too. But I, I don't follow the WWE cards market as much as I probably should. But yeah, that's my guess too. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's hard. It, yeah. That's why it's hard for me to flip cards, like because I'm mainly a wrestling card guy now. I just started getting back into baseball, but that's as far as I'll go as baseball, just because baseball is my sport. Like I love baseball, but but um, it, it's very hard for me to gauge like the card market and do something what you guys do because WWE is like one guy's hot this month and next month he can just be nothing. So it's like it's it's really hard for me to flip cards yeah. if I really want if I really wanted to go that route. You know what I mean? Like yeah. rookies and people who are hot. Like right now, the Rock and Roman's hot. You know, yeah. we've been talking about that was the that was that's the hottest part of the show right now. But it's like, are they going to be hot in three months from now? Like, am I going to buy high on this card because I want it so bad, and then I'm not going to be able to flip it months down the road because their feud will be over? Mm. So it's like, yeah. are they going to remain hot? That's just my whole that's my whole thing when it comes to wrestling cards. It's like. I think you're, yeah. I think you're safe if there's if there's four people that you can buy into right now, and and look at them as like short term investments because you want to flip them right away when their big matches come. Obviously, of course, Cody, Roman, Rock, and Rhea. I think those are four people that you could buy, and maybe five if you consider Braun Breaker too. If they do something with him and Gunther at WrestleMania. Uh, we don't have to get into that because uh, then, this, you know, we'll go on for like three hours. Um, well, I think we, I think I think if we there's do want to like... get into it because I do got a couple, you know, Ricky Auto, <laughs> Braun Breaker. So I, I would definitely really like what's on the Braun Breaker market, you know. <laughs> who's not, uh, who's I, Braun Breaker? He's he's like he's pretty much the next big thing. Do you remember Scott Steiner? Nope. <laughs> you don't remember? Yes, you do, John. Yeah. Big Papa Pump. Yeah, I know Big Papa Pump. I got you. Oh. That's, his, that's his nephew. Oh, sweet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What? The so, heck? But but he has been dubbed as like the next big thing, and he athletically uh, nice. on the mic. He's, but on the mic, does scare me a little bit. I feel like he <laughs> if I'm if I'm yeah. really being honest here. But in the ring, he's fantastic. Fantastic in the ring. He's got the look. He's got the mold. Like earlier, he meant earlier. Uh, uh, Jason mentioned a guy named Carmelo Hayes, and. While he was really big in NXT, NXT is their developmental brand. So while mm-hmm. he was really big in NXT and he was NXT champion, I don't think I don't see him seeing that, seeing him having that same success on the main roster. Braun Breaker was NXT champion as well, and I do one million percent see him being champion on the main roster. And everyone's dubbing him as like the next big thing, which is why I'm actually excited every time I pull a Braun Breaker card. I have a couple autos of him. I have one. Nice. I have one. I have one on card auto out of five of him. Whoa. Uh, yeah, and then I have one sticker auto, but that was not numbered at all. So I mean, like those are the ones that people are really. You have an. Asking. You have an out of five auto of his. An auto five, yeah. 
20 uh, oh, his, his yeah. rookie card from NXT 2.0 Panini Prism. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it might might be time to go get that graded. That's what <laughs> I keep uh, hitting you up, but, you know. Send it our way. You can consign with us. <laughs> I kind of like I maybe we're, I have like maybe a kind of final question. I don't know how to phrase it properly, but first, it's, first. again, multiple part. First of all, I think based on what I've read and what you guys are talking about, do you guys think Cody deserves to be the champion and why? And then after that, I kind of had like a another follow-up question just for my sake of the love for WWE. Like I said, I've been watching those uh, those Stone Cold Broken Skull sessions. I'm only on episode, I think, 13 or something. I'm on the Mick Foley episode, Mankind. Love Mankind. Me too. Just like, so... Love, dude, love. <laughs> I just want to, like, when you guys were listing off all these rookies, including Ron Breaker, this made me think about that. Are, I know people love Cody, but I want to make sure that it's still, like, in the WWE. After I hear all these people talk, when I hear Jericho talk, Godfather, I just finished the Godfather. He had Undertaker on there twice, Kurt Angle, Ric Flair, Bret Hart, Goldberg, Kane, everybody. It's so fun and cool to hear everybody talk about how much they love the business and how much they're willing to sacrifice themselves for the business and just, like, the respect and love like even if you were getting your your ass kicked like every single day, you knew it was for a cause. Do you think that Cody has that same mentality, or or do you think that that mentality is still in a lot of these younger wrestlers who are trying to like make something of themselves? Do they understand, based on what you guys are saying, do they understand that there are fans out there like you guys and Mark, especially I guess, who are like, yo, this. We love this stuff, and I want to make sure that there's wrestlers still in the WWE and NXT, all these other levels who are who are working hard to get to where they want to be, but also respecting the the legacies, all that. Thousand percent deserves it. He understands old school wrestling. He understands the history and what it takes to do it. Growing up in his family, the Rose Wrestling family, he one hundred percent gets it. He's the ultimate company guy. He did everything he could up until this point since his return to WWE to help the company itself. And for mm-hmm. him being as over as he is, he 1 million percent is deserving to end Roman Reigns' title reign. And him not choosing Roman Reigns or not getting his shot at Roman Reigns and him getting, say, Seth Rollins' championship would be a, a kind of disrespect and a stop in the face to him. So, mm-hmm. because. No matter how many times WWE tries to build that other t- championship that Seth Rollins holds, that will always be second tier. Yeah. That is like the consolation title that they gave because Roman Reigns hasn't lost in so long. So if Cody's going after a world championship, it has to be Roman Reigns. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise it's disrespectful to Cody and it's disrespectful to the fans because this is the most over superstar they've had since Roman Reigns became this character. So that now in regards to your other question of do these other young guys understand it? That's an impossible question to answer because I don't work there. Um, But you could see people that do the work. um, If you do watch the NXT developmental brand, because when Braun Breaker first came, they were building him as the next big thing. And like Jason's phrase, like see you shoving him down our throats and it was not good. Mm -hmm. But but he's put in the work and you can see his development throughout his time in the NXT developmental brand where I'm actually a big fan. 
Um, and I do see other people like, like I mentioned before, Trick Williams. He was also very green, a guy that probably shouldn't have been on TV. And all of a sudden now everyone's saying this guy kid main event WrestleMania. So I do think that there are wrestlers that put in the work to be that star and, and hone their craft and, and do that. But like I said, it's just impossible to know who yeah. takes it seriously and who thinks that it should just be given to them because we're not there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you could, but you could see their development on TV, especially watching NXT because NXT is their developmental brand and they play around with different things. And, you know, they're not, they're not as hardcore when it comes to them chopping promos because since it is considered um, developmental, you know, they mm-hmm. have, they have, they're able to work and, and get better and hone their craft while doing what they love. So, and you can see people that have improved and that's where it does give me excited to see these up and comers. That's why I'm backing Brown breaker so much or Trick Williams so much, you know, those guys, just to name a couple, because they do seemingly are, you know, putting in the work to be that next level superstar. Okay. Jason. He sucked. Oh, yeah. Jason sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I completely agree. And, and, and yeah, we can end with this one, you know, um, 100% Cody deserves it. Okay. And like I said before, unfortunately, Cody, before he left, just was never in a position to truly have the look of a WWE champion, you know, he was he had the look of an IC title holder. He never had the look of a WWE champion. Now his new you know, he's got the blonde hair, he's got the neck tattoo, he's obviously a lot bigger, he's matured, his in-ring abilities are are amazing, his mic skills are amazing. Cody is now ready to be a WWE champion. Mm-hmm. They need to give it to him. And I think there are a lot of superstars who who are looking up to, you know, Cody Rhodes who are looking up to these. You know, uh, wait until you get to the uh, Broken Skull session uh, with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, I think, is a perfect um, example of a guy who truly understands the importance of the business and truly who respects the path that he's he's been given and the path that all of these superstars have kind of paved the way for him because he's embraced every role that he's been given in there. So, um, okay. but yeah. So wait until you get to that one. But I think that is a perfect uh, ending point. And John, you can take us away. Oh, God. All right. So there's so many Good more luck. questions. Yeah, I like uh, really quick, well, really quick before this, I end. This will not be the last time that we yeah. will have Mark on this episode because I think we can e- easily do another one right before a Mania as well. I, don't yeah. know. I, I think I might maybe have to bring you guys on Smack Talk. Yo. Or bring us on Smack Talk, baby. I'm I'm gonna just have these same like naive questions because I don't know anything about it's these okay, people. It's okay. You know what? WrestleMania season being around the corner, there's not a this is a perfect time for you to get back. Yeah. And yeah. you find your love for pro wrestling. Yep. Cody, you guys are saying Cody deserves it, but like uh I wish I could I would, like you said, Mark, I wish I could go behind the scenes. I wanna know if Roman do you think Roman I know you guys said he shouldn't have had it this long, it's kinda getting played out, but in your honest opinion, Jason, uh, like, has Roman done well for his time in the business? And, like, hey, like, looking back with full picture, he deserves at least some sort of, like, respect. And he's he's doing well for the WWE. Uh, personally, I don't think so. Dang. Uh, I think I think if, if he had a title, me personally, I think his if he had a title run, as long as like Cena did AJ Styles, you know, CM Punk around there, I think that that mm-hmm. would have been fine. But I think this whole him, 
you know, wanting to surpass Hulk Hogan and maybe even get to the Bruno San Martino record. I think that is just absolutely forced. I think he's the wrong guy for it. Hmm. There's plenty of other people I think would have been way more believable than him. John, so. John, I'm going to, I'm going to chime in. <laughs> I have to. Um, so what Jason just said, trying to discredit and, and make Roman Reigns not look legit. Uh, I think it's, I think it's wrong. Um, like I said, everyone has their takes. I don't think. I mean, Jason has his take, and that's that's fine. You know, I wouldn't. I won't attack anybody like that. But the re. I don't think this Roman Reigns title reign uh, was meant to happen. I think it happened because just a few years ago, when Roman Reigns did get his championship, that roster was horrible. Mm. There was nobody on the roster with the exception of Brock Lesnar and him going back and forth, which they did. They went back and forth quite a few times for that championship to really do anything with that championship. There was no one legit with the exception of maybe a few names that could dethrone Roman Reigns at that point in time. Now, currently in current day, this is the most stacked roster that the WWE has had in a Mm -hmm. very long time. So I think Roman Reigns did what he had to do and they entrusted Roman Reigns to carry the company because he was the only guy to carry the company. Because at that point, Roman Reigns, when he first got his title, was a full-time guy. It's just now he's got that part-time schedule. But back then, when his title reign first started 1,200 plus days ago, he was every day. He was there in every show. He was carrying the show in a roster that was, in my opinion, lackluster, which is why mm-hmm. AEW was so hot, a rival company, and everyone wanted to be in AEW. So okay. Roman Reigns, I think, has been a great champion. If you hate him or not, I think Roman Reigns has been a fantastic champion, and he carried that company for a couple of years when the roster was at his lowest, in my opinion. So right now, like I said, the roster is stacked, and since the roster is currently stacked, I think it is time for him to lose because now there is someone there that can carry that torch, carry that company, and that's Cody Rhodes. So, okay, awesome. Follow-up question. So you're saying, so this is one of my favorite things about those uh, skull sessions. Sorry, Jason, I know we're supposed to stop, but I can't, I want to know. Um, my favorite thing about those skull sessions, especially when Taker's been on there twice, um, so many of the guys always like talk about people who helped them along the way, how like uh, people would be like, you know what, man, it's, it's time for this kid. To, I need to, I need to help get this kid to the next level. You're saying Roman, there's no one at the time where Roman was like, you know what, I've been doing this for such a long time. There's somebody here who's like sticking out and they deserve at least some sort of boost. You don't think that there are anyone who like in my head, in my head, I'm thinking Roman, if he really loved the business and he did, he sees the things the way that these old timers saw them. I feel like he should have gone to Vince McMahon or somebody up front and be like, "Yo, I mean, I've I we need to get this kid to this next level. How can I help?" Like, do you think he, do you think he tried to do that? And then they were like, "You know what, man? Uh, you're you're our best wrestler. We can't. I don't think these this kid's ready. I don't think this guy's ready. All that. Do you think he tried to do that, or do you think that like honestly?" Nobody else was at his level, and so they were like, "We have to push you, Roman. We have to keep you going." Like that, we were um, too. I mean, it's a good question, but like I said, that's an impossible question that we could that, that yeah. answer. Yeah. Um, me as a fan looking in, like I said, there wasn't anyone. Got with, it. With the exception of Seth Rollins or Brock Lesnar, that could really do it at that point when he started, you know, this this title reign. But a lot of that also has to do with booking because in my yeah. opinion, WWE's booking was horrible for a while, dude. 
which is why AEW once again, you know, was created. You know what I mean? Cody Rhodes was helped create AEW, you know, mm-hmm. because of how how poorly they were booking their stars. You know, there was nobody there, there wasn't a legitimate star that could really come and take Roman Reigns' throne at the top, not even just as champion, just as like a top star. Because yeah. everyone was leaving, people were hurt, and WWE chose not to develop young stars and push them you know what i mean at that point it it just all comes down to booking and wwe did a horrible job it was literally just we're gonna book the world the world title and everything else was just gonna fall into place like that's just not how you do it and it's just now it's just now that they're starting to book their mid-card level better you know their intercontinental championships their tag team there it's only just recently the past couple years now they've finally done that but before it was it was a really bad spot in wwe where i even stopped watching wwe because there's other products out there that i wanted to watch more got you okay uh, Jason, anything to add to that? Like, do you think that uh, I know you're a big Seth Rollins fan? That's who. So that's who I was thinking of, and I'm, I'm, just, I was like happy to hear Mark mention it because I thought that like uh, Jason always says that Seth is like great on the mic, great in the ring. He's like a really overall, really awesome wrestler. So he I is, thought that, yeah, I thought that maybe like I don't know, maybe they would have pushed him. What do you think, Jason? Well, they at one point they were pushing him. Seth, Seth was uh, one of the one of the title holders at the time, and I still think that he is in that. Limelight. I do agree with uh, Mark in the fact that I think why they were pushing Roman is because there was the roster was very lackluster. Yeah. And I think there, but in my opinion, it's like just because the roster's lackluster doesn't mean you have to force it on, on one guy and keep it going for so long because now you have a roster that's full of a lot of candidates who could be a WWE superstar. You know, I know a lot of people, a lot of wrestling fans tend to not like the kind of hot potato WWE title thing that WWE used to do where, you know, you had these month, two month long, you know, title reigns. (laughs) But I think they did. I think they had to do that back then because you had the most stacked roster possibly ever in WWE. That's a good thing. You had two. Yeah, you had too many guys. You had too many stars of that who could carry that business and in one time and you had to do that okay now yes you you might it you know some might not believable uh, be believable and i think that's why they were giving it to to a kofi kingston and things like that because hey you know what let's now this now's the time to do it let's let's give kofi a title run you know because we're at a time where nobody's really kind of holding the company but I personally, I think it's time for the Roman to be done. It's it, this is over. <laughs> You've made your mark. You've done what you wanted to do. It's time to set Roman aside for a little bit and let some of these other, because now you have that talent. You have talent like LA Knight. You have Cody, you have Gunther. You have these guys that are able to, in my opinion, be a champion and you could do a lot with those storylines. Well, you'll find out tonight. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what I happens? Will. What happens to Roman if he loses? What's he'll, like, he'll, what are they gonna? He's gonna go away for a little bit. Mm, okay. He ne- yeah. Right. He, he needs to go a little away for a little bit. I think he'll be. I think he'll be gone. So in a perfect world, if if Cody does get booked tonight to face him, and Cody beats him, I think he doesn't show up for months. Maybe SummerSlam and maybe even after, okay. because I I think 
he's I think the moment he returns to TV, he's going to go right back into the title picture. Mm-hmm. So for them to go with, like I said, the trilogy that Cody wants, he would have to show up literally towards the end of the year. Yeah. Back towards like getting close to Royal Rumble season. That type. Okay. Of, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I could be wrong. I mean, obviously, SummerSlam is the biggest show in the summer, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, he would probably, it, it, my guess is at, at the very earliest, he would come back at SummerSlam, but I, I wouldn't see him coming back for the remainder of the year almost, maybe November around Survivor Series time. Okay. That's my Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I was, I was, all right. I got no more. Sorry, Jason. I, I got no more questions. John, you can come on the Smack Talk podcast anytime. And I'll answer all your For questions. this episode, yeah. I got nothing left, but I have so many more questions about the modern At, wrestling. Anytime, dude. Feel free to, to hit me up. You know what I mean? You, any question you got, I got you. Okay. Jason, any final thoughts before I take it away? No, no. I, I think honestly, I think we we hit on so much, like so many great things, and I would love to go three hours long. Yeah. You know, and this, I would, I would love to absolutely just talk. Like my my head's been spinning with all this WWE stuff. So I think I for I want to go on Smack Talk, <laughs> and I think right again right before Mania, we got to have Mark back on on one of these episodes. Just to kind of see where these markets are going. Here, since this is a card show, let, if you don't mind, let, let's get your final thoughts on this. So you, let's do your final cards where you personally would feel like you'd want to buy in right now. For wrestling? For, for wrestlers? For wrestling. You guys are a card show, right? So for for wrestling card collectors out there, who are the f- three or four people you'd 100% buying right now today? Cody. Cody, yeah. Rhea. And maybe uh, Carmelo Hayes. Okay, Carmelo Hayes, you're still on that train. Okay. Okay. Just based on you guys, because I'm not a wrestling cards collector, Cody, Rhea, and I'm going to go with uh, Breaker based on what Mark said, that he's like he's really developing into a good wrestler and he's kind of perfecting his craft. So that makes me really happy. Yeah, definitely Cody, um, Ray, Ray Ripley, Braun Breaker, and 100%, I think Roman Reigns will spike up by WrestleMania. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. I'll do my best to try to make this closing short, but yeah, this was great for me. So thank you everybody for listening. Uh, special shout out to Mark pro wrestling Kingpin. Awesome insight. You can tell, I mean, I can, so hopefully you can too. To everybody who's listening, very passionate about WWE. And that makes me very happy. And obviously Jason's really passionate too. And it was fun to listen to you guys kind of bicker at each other and yell at each other about your Mount Rushmore's. But at the end of the day, I, even if you're not a fan of wrestling, I know there's a lot of people out there who always give wrestling crap. And like, oh, you guys, you watch that fake crap, yada, yada, yada. I really beg you to please, if you have Peacock, please just watch a couple of those Broken Skull sessions and you'll see that this stuff is, uh, I don't think it's meant for everybody. And that's a serious thing to say. You can tell that these guys really respect and love the things that they're doing. And this podcast episode was dedicated to fans of this stuff because you can tell there's people out there who really love the business really love watching pro wrestling everything and in the wwe it's probably one of the hottest things in media currently like you said we want cody was trending for days it probably still is so wrestlemania is happening in april i believe correct yep yeah wrestlemania is going down in april and everybody thought it was going to be cody rhodes versus roman reigns 
and now things are getting kind of mixed up and they don't know who's going to fight who. And it made media go it made media go nuts so we wanted to talk about it we wanted to relate it to the cards market a little bit and thank you all so much for listening you can listen to our jelly cards podcast on spotify and apple uh follow pro wrestling kingpin on all his platforms i know like you said he does smack talk on youtube live i know he has a twitch i know he has a twitter tiktok everything and let us know what you think i know that these guys are not the only ones who are in love with wrestling modern and like legendary wrestling so reach out, reach out to us on uh, Instagram and Twitter. We are at Jelly Cards. TikTok, we are Jelly underscore Cards. And I really want to know if there's more people out there like Mark and Jason who are as passionate about modern wrestling and past wrestling as they are. So thank you guys for having me on here. I kind of felt like a, I don't know, like a interviewee, interviewer almost. <laughs> Listening to you guys talk about wrestling was really cool for me because... Like I said, when I started my closing statement here, when you go to the Broken Skull sessions and you listen to people like Undertaker, who wrestled for, God, 30-something plus years, talk about all the things that he went through and all the people who helped him and how much love and passion they have for what they're doing, you, it's if you don't like resonate with that, then I don't know, I don't know what you could resonate with. So thank you, guys. Uh, I hope we have an amazing week and an amazing weekend ahead. I'm now curious to see what the heck they're going to announce tonight at this Vegas presser. So I'll try to watch that if I can, if it is even viewable. It'll be all over Twitter, man. Okay, I'll be on it. I think they're going to do it on Peacock, too. It is going to be on Peacock. It is going to be on Peacock. Okay, so let us know your thoughts. Let us know if if you want Cody, if you're cool with Roman versus Rock, if you're cool with what's going on with WWE, please let us know. So thank you again. I hope we have an awesome week, awesome weekend ahead. Uh, We'll see you at WrestleMania. And as always, keep spreading the love of this hobby and the WWE and all pro wrestling from your friends, Pro Wrestling Kingpin and Jelly Cards.